Hey there, my name is Cole. Me and my buddy Kevin do a live comedy trivia night every Monday and Tuesday at a bar way up in North, North Canada. We say a lot of offensive and dumb things in between the questions, but since the beer is cheap, people keep showing up. And one of them told us that we should record it, and hopefully we become super rich and famous and I can buy a wig. If you like to laugh, learn, and maybe explore your body just a little bit too often, then welcome to Super Fun Time Trivia. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Tuesday at the Moose. Yay! Sponsored by the fine, fine folks at Sleeping Giant Brewing. If this is your first time here, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. The theme of tonight's music round, because uh, apparently it was International Women's Day on the weekend, so we decided to do a nice thing. We decided to do all songs by the Spice Girls. Oh, there we go. Because they're the most powerful women in the whole planet. More powerful than Oprah. More powerful than Wonder Ooh, Woman. Oprah? Watch your mouth, sweetheart. <laughs> Oprah will fuck you up. Deadman will be waiting outside to fucking lay it down. It's all uh, female singers. Female the, singers. The vocalists are all female, so basically just another excuse for me to play Nicki Minaj several times in a row. Wicked. This is your first time. The way that it works is I ask a question. You got about 30 seconds to answer that question. At the end of those 30 seconds, I say boards up. You hold the board up. I say the correct answer. If you have the correct answer, you leave your board up. If you have the incorrect answer, you put your board down. Kevin, who's this gentleman over here will go around and he will say your team number. When you say your team number, it means it's safe to put your board down because your points have been marked on the board. Whoever gets the most points at the end of each round is going home with a couple prizes from the fine folks of Sleeping Giant and the Moose. The only rule of trivia is that there's no cell phones allowed at trivia if you take your cell phone out during the trivia rounds kevin what just happened there we'll make you buy us a new sound system because <laughs> this one cost us ten dollars i got it at a yard sale <laughs> yeah. for pretty cheap as you may be able to tell by the amount of electrical tape that's covering every wire <laughs> nice easy lowball question how many hydrogen atoms are there in a single molecule of water how many hydrogen atoms are there in a single molecule of water. So it says H2O. Is the 2 the O or is the 2 the H? Who knows? Well. I actually am just double checking it because I'm dumb enough that I'm not 100% certain about what the correct answer is. For the sake of transparency, I watched uh, Team uh, 3 write it down and then I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Boards up. I, I didn't. It's got two hydrogen. Two hydrogen. Dose. Team one, two, three, 15. Great. Four, five, six, seven. Just want to say fuck you. It's team 15. I don't know. I know it doesn't seem like a lot for me to have to move my hand from up here to down here to back up again. But over five years of trivia, I've achieved a bit of a repetitive stress syndrome, and you're really exacerbating it. So Cole did one burpee this weekend. <laughs> And he's a bit stiff. It wasn't like a workout thing. I just drank <laughs> too much and burped. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he chugged a two liter of Dr. Pepper. Question number two. We got a 50-50 chance of getting this one. In the film The Matrix, does Neo take the blue pill or does he take the red pill? In the film The Matrix, does Neo take the red pill or does he take the blue pill? It'd be funnier if, it was, if his name was just like his fake name was Neil. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're Neil in this world. It's like, what? I, why? Boards up. You're looking for the red pill. We're looking for the red pill. The red pill. It would have been better if just both pills were ecstasy. And he right. was like, haha, got you. Haha, now we have to kiss. And he's like, I don't <laughs> know the rules of this world. 
Relax, Neil. My glasses don't have any frames. That should have been your first note to not to trust me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm literally <laughs> only wearing lenses. Question number three, multiple choice question. This one is from the depths of Urban Dictionary. Which of the following does Urban Dictionary define as a loud fart that sounds like a bird's call? Is it A, a taffy duck, B, a caboose goose, or C, a quacker? Which of the following does Urban Dictionary define as a loud fart that sounds like a bird's call? Is it A, a taffy duck, B, a caboose goose, or C, a quacker? I think that all of those technically could be used to, to describe a bird fart coming out of your butt. Yeah, yeah. Now that leads me to the question, do birds fart? I know, right? That's what I was going with. They got yeah. butts. They got butts. They got poop. They have a bad worm. It gives them some indigestion. No, they probably don't. Their diet hasn't changed like ours. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for, see, the boring one, a quacker. A quacker. I bet you a lot of people guessed caboose goose. I made them both up. Taffy duck, I didn't understand the route. Like, I didn't understand it. It's funny, but I was like, you know, oh, Grandpa did a taffy duck at Thanksgiving. <laughs> He shit his pants? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just molasses everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Question number four. Enjoy your dinners. <laughs> Question number four. What is the three-letter word for a flightless bird? What is a three-letter word for a flightless bird? It's a specific type of flightless bird. Right. I didn't intentionally put the question about the butt fart and the bird question together, but... Bird farts. And here we are. Boards up. We're looking for emu. We're looking for an emu. Yeah, that's pretty simple. Question number five. In the original 1993 Doom video game, were you able to select your character? In the original 1993 Doom video game, were you able to select your character? So, were you able to say, I think that I actually want to play the bigger, scarier guy? Like how you weren't allowed to be... What was his name? Zitz or Pimple? In uh, was in, it Pimple? In Battletoads. Yeah, like the, you see the cover and you're like, oh, I want to be that huge dude. Oh, he's been kidnapped for the whole game. A, he has fucking punching. He's got like the gloves with the knuckles taken out of them for I extra know. punch. Yeah. And he's a toad, but he still has sunglasses. I know. Amphibians How cool is that? have their own sunglasses built into their goddamn bodies and he's still wearing them. Because he's cool. He's just wearing them purely for fashion. Boards up. We're looking for no. We're looking for no. Uh-uh. One, two, three, 15, 4, 5, 13, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 14. I feel like you're just repeating the secret code from Lost to me over and over. I feel like that too, <laughs> dude. Question number six. We got a multiple choice question. Which of the following is not a Greek muse? Is it A, Cleo, B, Polytheny or C, Erato, which the following is not a Greek muse. Is it A, Cleo, C-L-I-O, B, Polytheny, P-O-L-Y-T-H-E-N-N-Y, or C, Erato, E-R-A-T-O, which sounds like an extra from the hit film Ratatouille. His dad's name is Erato. Erato. It's important to say it in a, in a French accent. <laughs> Everyone knows that all rats are French. Yeah, of course. You can tell by their stupid faces. <laughs> the French, not the rats. Oh, okay. Thought you were being mean to the rats for a second. I was going to be upset. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for B, polytheny. B, polytheny. Oof. 
Hey, I just keep asking harder questions, and it gets in order. Ah. Because the dumb ones came late. They didn't even know how daylight savings time works. <laughs> the 13 over there is actually my fault, but... Question number seven. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, what is the record for the most consecutive leap year babies in a single... Sorry, leap year day babies in a single family? According to the Guinness Book of World Records, what is the record for the most consecutive leap year day babies in one family? So, mom or dad is born on the 29th of February. They have a child that is born on the 29th of February. How many generations? It's pretty rare. There's only 15 million people on the planet that have February 29th birthday. Boards up. We're looking for three. We are looking for three. Four would be fucking impossible. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, I think three is crazy. Well, I mean, think about it. The other record holder has two. So, like, yeah. uh, in the history of time, there's only ever been one family that's done that. Well, to be fair, in the history of the Guinness Book of World Records. That started with the birth of Christ. Oh. Yeah. But Joseph. That's what Joseph was doing while his wife was getting uh, railed by God. Joseph Guinness. No, Mary, I'm not coming to bed. I'm working on my book. <laughs> I'm going to enter first man to be cucked by a God right here. That's me. Question number eight. Remind everybody, we got the podcast, Super Fun 9 Trivia. You can check it out on Spotify. You can check it out on iTunes. If you like what you're listening to right now, we just record them without your express consent and put them up on the internet. This one is from listener Palm Girl. Matt Skiba joined Blink-182 in 2015. What band is he originally best known for being a member of? Matt Skiba joined Blink-182 in 2015. What band was he originally best known for being a member of? Nice. I am all for bands that I used to like still making music. Sure. But it's uncomfortable when they're still singing about high school love and romance oh at like 50. I hope I could take you to the prop. You're 50. <laughs> You're 57 and you have a receding hair mohawk. It's oh not working. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Alkaline Trio. We're looking for Alkaline Trio. What? Question, nobody getting that one, a big Crazy. Stinker. Alkaline Trio is kind of a big deal. Question number nine. What is the name of the ship that was piloted by Jason and the Argonauts and also the name of a 2012 film? What is the name of the ship that was piloted by Jason and the Argonauts and is also the name of a 2012 film? Finding Dory would be my guess. No, that came out a little later. 2012. I was like, I, I was like, oh man, I can't think of anything. It came out in 2012. Neither can I, because that's the year that the entire world went off its fucking axis, and everything's just been getting weirder since the world was supposed to end. I know. It did end, and now we're in a weird time-space yeah, continuum. It's awful. It keeps getting worse. <laughs> you're like, I don't know, Coach Carter, and you're like, no, that was 2014. <laughs> no. Homeward Bound. Yeah. Did that come out? Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for the Argo. The Argo. The Argo, yeah. Oh, all right. It's like an astronaut is like the, the, the drives the stars or whatever. That makes total sense. Thanks for letting me in on that. An old Greek man came up and told me that, and I said, thank you, sir. Being an astronaut means you ride a comet up into space. <laughs> Question number 10. Pardon me, my rainbow's here. <laughs> Looking at the board right now, team number 9, 10, and 13 are tied first place with seven points apiece. Team number 1, 3, and 6 
able to tie it up. For a while, I thought people were going to have some uh, some perfect rounds, but then I asked questions that were not yes or no, and then everybody just fucked. Question 10. This is a sports question. Hey. Sports. Sports. How many players have an American football career which spanned four separate decades? How many players have had an American football career which spanned four separate decades. So that does not mean that they played for 40 years. No. It means that they might have started playing in 79, played for the 80s, played for the 90s, and finished in the 2000s. Four separate decades. I'll give you a hint. It's not a huge number. Most football players do that thing where there's a giant 300-pound man tackling them, and their body breaks into tiny bits. Boards up. There are two of them. There are two of them. George Blanda and John Carney. <laughs> Popular guys. George Carney actually is like one of the biggest football MVPs of all time. He's oh. got like hundreds of, of uh, all-time records. Looking at the board, team number 13 with their knowledge of sports stuff was able to sport everybody off their pants. You're getting a pitcher of beer from the fine folks at Sleeping Giant. Where are you, team 13? All right there. Way down there. It's Aaron. <laughs> Hello. It seems like Cole's microphone no longer works. Perfect. Welcome to the Kevin Show, where I list all the disgusting things that Cole's found in his belly button on car rides. He had the Lego Death Star, just in loose pieces. <laughs> Chick, there we go. Hey. I don't know what the fuck was up with that. Sorry about that. Apparently, yeah, we're going to need new everything. Yippee. Uh, we are back with the second round of trivia, finding the smartest peeps at the moose this fine, fine evening. Arr. Round two. Question one, true or false? Richard Attenborough, the park owner of Jurassic Park, is the older brother of Sir David Attenborough. True or false? Richard Attenborough, Attenborough, the park owner of Jurassic Park is the brother of Sir David Attenborough. We're talking about the character that plays course, the park I was just going to say, keep in mind we're speaking of a character, not someone who actually owns Jurassic Park. Now, does David Attenborough's brother... Uh, yeah, well, I'm doing dinosaurs, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might get on the ground and look at squirrels really close and talk in his cool accent, but I'm going to make animals that kill humans. I'm going to make friggin' dinosaurs. David. Hey, David, you might have seen an emu and got to touch his beautiful face, but have you ever touched a velociraptor claw? Probably not. Probably not, wuss. Boards up. You're looking for That is true. That's true. It is true. I've had this conversation with my girlfriend as to who was David and who was Richard. Oh. And through Googling, we discovered that they were related. Richard is the one with the scary teeth. Right. His gums have receded far past his nose, and he's very horrifying oh, to look Oh, absolutely. Upon. He looks like a, like a late-stage victim of uh, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you choose incorrect. Question number two, multiple-choice question. Which of the following is a term in the Merriam-Webster dictionary meaning having the lower jaw hanging loosely? Is it A, wittershinned, B, chap Fallen or C, bum fuzzled, which of the following is a term in Merriam-Webster dictionary meaning having the lower jaw hanging loosely. I think meaning like, ah, uh, what the fuck? Is it A, wittershinned, B, chap fallen, or C, bum fuzzled? 
feel like if you read a lot of books, you might have come across this. If you read a lot of books from the 1500s before people found not weird ways to Did say... Did they have dictionaries from that? Like, that time on the internet, do you think? Where they're like, words would be just com like completely stupid? Because that would be like a ton of good questions. You just type in old dicks onto Google with safe search off, and it's the short form of dictionary that they used to use. Okay, perfect. Shows you a picture of Richard Nixon. Boards up. We're looking for... Be chapfallen. Be chapfallen. Oh, jeez. Look what you've done. Chapfallen is that like where, you know, you walk into something and you're like, what? Uh. That literal noise. What? Question three. True or false? What's well, true or false tonight? Sharks <laughs> cannot get cancer. True or false? Sharks cannot get cancer. Are sharks roaming around that ocean free of tumors? Why not do like, hey, true or false? Sharks can't drive cars. You know, true or false, uh, sharks, no math. Well, first of all, I'd like to say saying that a shark cannot drive a car is pretty discriminatory to the I agree. shark community. They've had many years where they have been misrepresented as being poor drivers. I know. In reality, it's just hard for them to stay wet and touch the pedals at the same time. 100%. Their lack of feet is a big problem. They're pretty good racers because they always get to the fin-ish line. You set that up for me, and I didn't what even... Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no up. way that I would be able to do in good confidence set that piece Boards of shit up. joke up for you. We're looking for... That is false. That is 100% false. 100% uh, false. That's right. Jaws died of testicular cancer in 1992. One of the reasons why people eat, like, shark fin soup and, and like, uh, take shark cartilage pills is because they think that it makes them immune to cancer because, for some reason, there's been a myth that sharks are immune to cancer. They're most definitely And not. somehow there's also been a myth where they, you, when you eat something, you get their essence? They probably watched the 1994 film Ravenous. Hey, maybe if I take a, took a bite out of Ayrton Senna, I can be a fucking IndyCar driver. Question number four. Here's one that Kevin's going to hate. I don't even know how I got this on here, but I knew it would bother him. What album by Korn features the songs Freak on a Leash, Children of the Corn, and All in the Family? What album by Korn... I own this album. ...features the song Freak on a Leash, Children of the Corn, and All in the Family? Not 1992. I think it came out in, like, 98, perhaps. Yeah, it might have been closer to two. Yes, yeah, it would have been probably 97, 98. Uh, that album featured uh, Fred Durst's Limp Biscuit. As well as Ice Cube. Everybody back then. It was like them, Method Man was in a lot of that crap. Elton John, Lady Gaga as a young child. Yeah. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Follow the Leader. We're looking for Follow the Leader. Follow the Leader. Anybody over there? Not corn fans? That's fine. Rohan just tried to make a butthole joke. He said we wanted to be the only ones to get that so we get the cornhole. Oh, that's a good one. That would have been a good one. That's a different, that's a game where you throw beanbags into a board that has holes. Don't be disgusting. Question number five. We got a question for the real science nerds up in here. How many elements are liquid at or slightly above room temperature? How many li elements are liquid at or slightly above room temperature. So there's two of them that are liquids at room temperature. Slightly above room temperature is 25 to 40 degrees Celsius. So the average room temperature that a human being can be in without bursting into flames and screaming. Right. My God, my flesh. My flesh is burning. <laughs> the Celsius is an old Latin term right. for screams. <laughs> yeah. 
The higher the number. 100 screams. <laughs> boil water. Because <laughs> when you throw that boiling water on some on a witch's face, yeah, there's going to be some loud screams. That's a 100. Boards up. Boards up. There are six of them. There are six. All right, nerds. Five. Got it. Wonderful. Is that it? Only team five? Good nice. stuff. Team five getting the periodic table of anuses. I was going to say the periodic table, but yours is uh, Okay. Better. Was it? I don't know. The six of them are bromine, mercury, casium, rubidium, francium, or francium, I don't fucking know, and gallium. It's probably francium. I like francium better. I like that way better. It's like, well, I found it. It's going to be francium. <laughs> Your name's not even Frank, Tyler. What are you talking about? Question number six. Which monster in mythology committed suicide when someone got her riddle correct? Which mythological monster committed suicide when someone got her riddle correct? She was like, hey, riddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, how about I tell you this? And he was like, it's blue. The answer's blue. Right. And then she just leapt off a cliff. She was like, well, that's fucking the end of me. Thanks a lot, by the way. <laughs> That took me a lifetime to write. I've Thanks a lot. I got nothing. I've been sitting here for 10,000 goddamn years. People have been so afraid to come and talk to me. This guy comes up. I have this riddle planned. I think it's going to be a doozy. And you nailed it? You, you hit it out of the park for a shot? Boards up. You're looking for? It was the riddle of the Sphinx. The riddle of the Sphinx. Rumpelstiltskin, I guess, is mythological. Did Rumpelstiltskin kill himself? No. <laughs> no, he did not. She? He? What was it? It? Yeah. Troll? Yeah, it's always just awful to look at, regardless <laughs> of gender. It's like, well, I don't care what it is. I don't like looking at it. I actually am not going to lie. I always kind of imagined him to look a little bit like you, but a lot shorter. You had two feet tall. That's fair. Question number seven. Reminder, we got the podcast, Super Fun Time Trivia. Here Check it out on it. Spotify. Check it out on iTunes. Anywhere that you find your podcast, run. We turn. We turn run away. You don't have to run, guys. <laughs> don't trip and fall because the bad teacher told you to. Run, but be safe. Walk quickly at it. Yeah, here's some scissors, kids. Why'd you guys go running? This one is from listener Rob Holtz. Hey, Rob. <laughs> He's here. What is the first country to use rolling papers as we know them today? What is the first country to use rolling papers as we know them today? I'm going to give you a hint. France was one of the first countries to have rolling paper companies. Right, yes. But the guy yeah. who, who like sort of brought them to the forefront, he met some dudes who were coming back from a war, and he was like, hey, what are those things that you're rolling up? That you're rolling up? And they were like, oh, it's, it's paper, but not for writing. And if you need to, you can use it to fix a cut pretty well, too. Sure. Boards up. When in doubt, always guess Spain. Guess Spain. Jamaica was a weird guess. Maybe. Slightly racist. Yeah. Team four, what did you guys write? They wrote Canada, which was a terrible guess. We've invented nothing. <laughs> we got, we got Pablum. What else have we invented? Insulin. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> Question number eight. Who is the main character of the video game Grand Theft Auto 4? Who is the main character of the video game Grand Theft Auto 4? Full name or just? Oh, we'll just take the first name. That's fine. All right. I'll give you a hint. Don't He's... bother. A lot of people are going to get this. This is like where they're allowed. The nerds are allowed to have one. He's got a cousin named Roman who really wants him to go bowling. 
all the time. Dude, I always went bowling with Roman, but I would uh, just go to the bar and get really drunk first and then cause a scene. Just like real life. In real life, yeah, exactly. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for <laughs> Nico Bellic. Nico Bellic. <laughs> you wrote Niccolo. <laughs> Niccolo. She was like, shit, I know he's Russian-ish. What's the most Russian-sounding assortment of letters I can put on this board? Question number nine. What pop vocal group performs at the wedding in the 2011 film Bridesmaids? What pop vocal group performs at the wedding in the 2011 film Bridesmaids? Were they pop? I don't fucking know. They're like poppy, folky. I always found them to be in the same vein as like Jan Arden. Or Sarah McLachlan. Sarah McLachlan. I think she might even be in that band. No, she's too good to be in a group. We're looking for Wilson Phillips. We're looking for Wilson, Wilson Phillips. Phillips. 98 degrees. Good. Well, I mean, sure. We also would have taken Captain Phillips as well. <laughs> I'm the captain now. That's not even your line, Phillips. <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> Stick to the dialogue. Question number 10. Looking at the boards right now, team number three is going to be winning the round. They got six points. That's it. team behind them has four. Lots of people have zero. That's right. So either you have left or you should leave. What group kidnapped Anakin's mother in the film The Attack of the Clones? What group kidnapped Anakin's mother in the film Attack of the Clones? This is basically what sets him off to do the whole lightsaber murder everything thing. <laughs> that scene was a bit much. I mean, he's Darth Vader. Who was surprised by that twist? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, who knew that? Boards Everybody. up. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for the Tusken Raiders. The Tusken. We'll take Sam people. That's fine. Uh, no, not Van Halen. Although Van Halen did kidnap uh, Spock's wife. I don't know if this is a joke. No. Where did that happen in a weird episode of Star Trek? <laughs> it was in one of those, one of those uh, TNG holodeck episodes. <laughs> oh, no, Van Halen's kidnapped Spock's wife. <laughs> Sammy Lee Hager's making out with her. Dana, it's time for me and you to dress up like Sherlock. Team number three is going to be getting the win with six points. Round of applause, team number three. Come on up and spin the wheel. <laughs> we are back for the third round of trivia, the music round. The theme of tonight's music round, because it was International Women's Day a couple days ago, um, is going to be Women Ladies. All the bands have a, a female person as the lead singer. It's one of the easier ones for me to get together. I didn't really oh, have to search too much. Of course, too man, much. because of all the pop shit. I know. But if you did some, you know, digging. I did some medium digging. All right. The only reason why I wish there was an International Men's Day is just so that I could do a trivia that's just male lead singers. Because it would be easy for me. What? You can't say that now. Round three. Question one. Nice little ball question. Make sure everybody gets some points right off the bat. Big fan of taking drugs, taking forever naps. Boards up. We're looking for Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Question number two. Just like the white wing dove sings a song, sounds like she's singing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Just like 
First time I ever heard this song, it was sung by a drunk Joan Cusack in a little Oscar award-winning film called School of Rock. School of Rock. Won 72 Oscars that year. Yep. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Nope. Close. Not really close. So just trying to give you some confidence for the next question. This next one is... Uh, it's one of the greatest sort of uh, explosions that I've ever seen on television of just watching a person's career crumble. Then the fall rings, I hear you And the darkness is a clear view You've come to rescue me I know. And then she went on to marry Pete Wentz, the follow-up boy. Ugh, what an unattractive dude. Yeah. Just kidding. He's beautiful, and I think about him every time I close my eyes and kiss someone. Really? Yep. Pete Sorry. Wentz. Sorry, Lexi. She kind of looks like him. I know, a little bit. Boards up. We're looking for Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. I like this round because Team 15 is doing really poorly, so I don't have to do that up-down thing again that I was complaining about, so... Thanks for knowing nothing about music, guys. You're just giving us a break. Question number four. Something a little bit newer-ish. I remember when your head caught flame. It kissed your scalp and caressed your I just feel like that line, I remember when your head caught flame. Like, who wouldn't remember if a human head yeah. caught flame? Yeah. I remember when Michael Jackson's head caught flame. Well, you don't. You weren't alive. I remember seeing a video. All right. I think I was alive. When did that happen? Dude, you would have been an infant. Yeah. It shaped the rest of my life. No, it was in the 80s. That's why I keep my hair short. He did it during a Pepsi commercial. Do you ever see a Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial in your life? <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for Buzz Cut Season by Lord. Buzz Cut Season by Lord. Wow. Question number five. Some a bit easier. I feel like these are kind of hard. He walked into the party. A lot of people don't know that opening was done by Les Claypool. He was just trying to, yeah, trying to rip, and then she was like, "Hey, tone it down a bit." He was, like, he was three years old. <laughs> he was watching that Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. Yeah, with you in Imaginary <laughs> Land. Boards up, boards up. We're looking for "You're So Vain" by Carly Simon. "You're So Vain" by Carly Simon. We also would have accepted "You're So Raven" as well. <laughs> Question number six. You'll come apart. I want to hold the hand inside you. Sounds like a fisting pornography. <laughs> yeah, or like that it like or that the person you're holding hands with like ate part of its twin. <laughs> that has like a hand growing out of its butt or inside of its. I'm just assuming that the hand would be in the butt. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Fade Into You by Mazzy Star. Fade Into You by Mazzy Star. I think a member of that band did die relatively recently, like in the last week or two, so he will be appearing on the 2020 version of People Who Died. What? Mazzy Star died? No, no. One of, the, one of the guitarists. A guitarist died? From Mazzy Star. Oh, big deal. 
Question number seven. Kevin, are you watching a commercial? Yeah, for what the fuck was that all about? Cold drops. It's just. How is that a commercial? <laughs> hey, you ever want to do something weird in a room full of people? Put a drop of this on your hand and then lick it. <laughs> and then explain to the whole fucking room that you're not doing a weird drug they've never heard of. <laughs> oh, this is peyote. You guys yeah. never seen this before? Oh, you don't do this when you go to the theater? I've just got a bit of a flu and I need to trip out for the next 10 days. Oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong? Boards up. We're looking for Hard Times by Paramore. Hard Ooh, Times by Paramore. Hard Times. Oh, sorry, 12. Did I say 15? I have dyslexia. I was going to say, 15 is not all the way at the back of the room. That would be crazy. 15 is right here, right beside teams two and four. Yikes. I play tag and you it for life. Yikes. You a clown. You do it for likes. Yikes. Kevin, if you were to guess who that is, who would you say? Based on your zero knowledge of rap music. I have a lot of knowledge of rap music, but not <laughs> like this stuff. Not garbage. Boards up. We're looking for Yikes by Nicki Minaj. Yikes by Nicki Minaj. Oh, I thought you wrote Nicki Minge. <laughs> one point. <laughs> Fucking minge. I think minge is what old people call vagina. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the good old UK for you. Question number nine. I think this was an easy one because I think it's a sick song, but maybe not for you. Is it Papa Roach? <laughs> it's Mama Roach. It's a ladies' night, Kevin. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Cut my pie into pieces. Possibly the best-looking group of people that ever assembled to make music. Pretty close if you don't count Guar. <laughs> Guar has a giant space slug penis in their group, so they're pretty good-looking. Yeah. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Love Fool by the Cardigans. Love Fool by the Cardigans. Not Gwen Woo! Stefani. Lots of people guess Gwen Stefani. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number three is not in the lead. Team number 10 is in the lead with 15 points. Team number three just able to tie it up with 14. Team two and team six sitting close behind. Team number nine, you have three points, and I'm really excited for you to go home and listen to this lovely playlist. Right. I'll, I'll send it to you on a USB key. Ooh. I'm, I feel like I need to be working out while listening to that song. Dude, yeah. In like a onesie swimsuit. It goes all the way up the butt. <laughs> Whatever way you like working out, I think. <laughs> that, there's another way? <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for Nasty by Janet Jackson. Nasty by Janet Jackson. Paul Abdul, not a bad guess. Just... Squeaking out a win with their nasty, nasty ears. Team number 10 with tw 17 points. Hokey Dinah, team number 10. 10. Burning it up. 
We are back for the fourth and final round of trivia. Looking at the board right now, team number three and ten are tied first place with 20 points apiece. Team number four is not. No. You're doing bad, but luckily I have a car question for you, Darren. The last 26 times that I put a, a car question in for you, though, you got it wrong, just so you remember. Here's a random one. Aren't they all? Yeah, of course. <laughs> if the ocean salt was all extracted, it could cover all of the land on the planet in a surface approximately how many meters thick? Is it A, 18 meters thick, B, 180 meters thick, or C, 1,800 meters thick? If all of the ocean salt was extracted and spread over all of the land on the planet, how many meters thick would that salt be? Is it A, 18 meters thick, B, 180 meters thick, or C, 1,800 meters thick. See, what I was going to say to you was like, do you mean you could just say if all the water was evaporated? But no, you can't say that because then that would include the floor of the ocean. They're talking about the visible land on Earth that we have right now. Correct. And also, you could have some really, really tasty French fries. Everywhere you go, just French fry, lick it up. Potatoes would grow into French fries. It would, it would just come up steaming. <laughs> it is, Pick french fries out of the ground. There'd be gravy trees with cheese curd fruit hanging oh off of it. Oh, my God. Boards up. It would be approximately the size of a 40-foot story office building, so be 180 meters, 180 meters tall. What? So we're still getting it out of the ground like chumps, is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> That's, that is what we're saying. Yeah. Just go down to the ocean like Gandhi. Get some salt out. Don't let the British stop you. Question number two. What is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in the film Jaws? What is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in the film Jaws? The boat that they're on, it's got a name of a sea animal. Yes. And once again, I don't mean to put these segues in, but they just kind of go with it. They really do. Yeah, we just talked about uh, this and the amphibian uh, animal dying of cancer, Jaws. Sharks are amphibians? I don't know what I I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, I'm not, uh, you know. If sharks were amphibians, no one would build a house anywhere near the ocean, let alone. I'm Richard Attenborough. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Not a real scientist. Yeah. Boards up. Boards up. The boat is called the Orca. The boat is called the Orca. Orca. A lot of people wrote semen. What nickname was given to the modified Volkswagen Beetle? that consistently beat V8s in drag races in the 50s? Was it A, the Blitzkrieg Bug, B, the Cucumber, or C, the Inch Pincher? What nickname was given to the modified Volkswagen Beetle that consistently beat V8s in drag races in the 1950s? Was it A, the Blitzkrieg Bug, B, the Cucumber, or C, the Inch Pincher? And if you ever want to make fun of someone for tugging on their wiener, call them an Inch Pincher. Well, yeah, that was always, like, a good comeback for me in, like, uh, grade school was, like, uh, like somebody would, like, make fun of you, and then you'd be like, oh, that's funny, coming from a guy whose penis doesn't even touch his underwear. Is your un penis supposed to touch your underwear? That's funny. Boards up. I'm, <laughs> I'm, that's not a joke. Boards up. We're looking for C, the inch pincher. C, the inch pincher. Everybody that guessed A, thinking of World War II. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, and, and, well, you called it a Blitzkrag, like C-R-A-I-G, Blitzkrag. No, no, it's Craig. Okay. Craig Attenborough, David and Richard's brother. Oh, right. 
who was a car. It was a car. <laughs> Very fast. Really strange family. He was the car that, ca- that killed Dale Earnhardt. Question number That's four. That's where you'd know him. True or false? Psst. Is a word that appears in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. True or false? Psst. P-S-S-T is a word that appears in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Psst. So if you're like, psst, you're not, yeah. you're not supposed to have your dick out in the restaurant right now. Psst. I put poison in your food that you ate. <laughs> you're going to die. Psst. I, I actually put it in my own food. I made a terrible mistake. Can you please call the ambulance? <laughs> that one, one, me again. <laughs> <laughs> Boards up, you're looking for? Psst. Does appear in the dictionary. It's a real word. All right. Important to note that they're talking about psst, the way that we were using it, not Kyle psst, his pants. Remember when Kyle pissed his pants on the bus 30 years ago? <laughs> Still funny. Question number five. According to the book Discrete Mathematics Proof Techniques and Mathematical Structures, is zero an even number or is it an odd number? According to Discrete Mathematics Proof Techniques and Mathematical Structures, is zero an even number or an odd number? What the fuck are you even talking about? You just got to tell me. Is it an even number or an odd number? Yeah, yeah, it's a guess. But like, I don't see how that's even... I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. It's, yeah, maybe it is in some certain maths. Maybe it isn't in some certain maths. You're saying in this type of math? No, in all... It's actually... In all math? It's, it's pretty much, yeah. 99%. Boards up. Zero is an even number. It's an even number. I mean, I think I've always assumed it was because it's like two, four, six. You know what I mean? If you had to go backwards, if you had to, if you had to go back, two, zero. You know what I mean? It's got to be even. I think that that's actually how they describe it in that work. You might think I was just talking to my ass right there. No, that's an actual quote from the book Math by Kevin Gill. He actually even spelt it (laughs) M-A-F-F. Yeah. Question number six. We got a sports question. Sports. Sports. What was Cal Ripken Jr.'s famous jersey number? What was Cal Ripken Jr.'s famous jersey number? Cal Ripken Jr. Who? 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 The only junior I know is Freddie Prince. (laughs) That was really quick. (laughs) I'm really impressed. That's funny. It's the only junior I could think of. Yeah, of course. Other than a junior bacon cheeseburger. Right. Boards up. Cal Ripken Jr.'s number was number Eight. Number eight. Question number seven. In what country would you find the Nazca lines? In what country would you find the Nazca lines? So the Nazca Nazca. lines, N-A-Z-C-A. So basically, from the air, these are a bunch of lines that have been carved into the desert that have, like, pictograms, but they're, like, hundreds of kilometers large. So you look from the air, you're like, holy shit. You might just be like, oh, there's a bunch of random trenches in the desert. Right. Perhaps there was a really tiny, tiny person war here. Right. But in fact, you're looking at a piece of a picture of a monkey. Right. Or a piece of a picture of, there's a, there's a whole A really bunch in detail human eye. Yeah. Is this or is this not proof of giants? Like somebody had to read them. You know? Who are they making them for? Who's ever seen anything from up that high? God. Okay, here we go again. Boards up. Boards up. They are located in Peru. We're looking for Peru. 
They're called geoglyphs. Ooh. Question number eight. In what decade was the famous uh, photograph of Johnny Cash giving the finger taken? In what decade was the famous photograph of Johnny Cash giving the finger taken? It was taken in the San Quentin State Prison set. By the way, I have that t-shirt from Spencer Gifts. I used to have a t-shirt of The Rock and The Scorpion King, and the fact that it's uh, no longer in my life makes me sad every day. Uh, dude, I used to have a fucking Austin 316 sleeveless shirt with a skull on the front and a fucking rattlesnake on the back. Did it come sleeveless, or did you make it sleeveless? Boards up. We're looking for... It was 1969. Nice. Ooh. 1960s. Nice. What numbered vitamin is also known as niacin? What numbered vitamin? What numbered B vitamin is also known as niacin? So you're going to write B and then a number. I wasn't going to make you go through all the different... The funny thing about niacin is it sounds like something you would give a loved one as a vitamin that's actually a poison. <laughs> Honey, you got to take your niacin gotta pills. got to take your niacin here. So you can grow nice and tall. <laughs> It makes your bones strong. Oh, okay. Oh, my bones are so weak. Ha <laughs> ha. Niacin. Yeah. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. It is vitamin B3. Vitamin B3. B3. Five and six. The only team with older people at it. <laughs> well, I know that if I don't get my niacin. Niacin's not a poison, kids. Don't let them tell you that. <laughs> Well, crumble to dust if I don't take it. I don't know who these two doctors are that are running this thing, but don't listen to them. <laughs> Looking at the board right now, team number six is going to, sorry, is in the lead with seven points. Team number eight right behind them. Everyone else, you're doing okay. Team number one and two have given up. It's They've okay. given up. You've lost it I all. I actually don't think they're playing anymore. That's it. <laughs> There's a few of you stragglers left. Question number 10. According to John Carpenter, how many female cast and crew members were there on the set of the 1982 film The Thing? According to John Carpenter, how many cast and crew members were there on the set of the 1982 film The Thing? So, as you're watching the film, there are no female members in the movie. Uh, there is one female voice that is on the computer, which is the chess voice, but that doesn't count because that person was not actually on the set. Back in 1979... Or when, it, when was this main thing? Like 19, 70s? Let's just say 69, because that's our funniest year. Yeah, back then, girls couldn't go out in the snow, apparently. Boards up. So. Boards up. There were zero. There was zero. Zero. Girls can't go in the snow, guys. Uh, team number six was able to maintain their lead with their knowledge of John Carpenter's The Thing IMDb trivia. Round there of applause. Team number six is getting the win with 26 points. And so a quick, funny. In a awesome. lightning round. Uh, before everybody takes off, and I just want to thank you guys for coming out and supporting live entertainment at the Moose. It wouldn't be the same as me and Kevin making fun of each other up here. So thank you guys for being such good sports. Don't forget that if you guys had fun tonight, you can check out the podcast, Super Fun Time Trivia, uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, or anywhere else. And if you like trivia and you'd like to support it, you can check out our Patreon for super exclusive trivia after dark episodes where Kevin Ooh. and I talk about cool things like having beautiful physical bodies that are look like Sex. <laughs> 100% that's what we talk about. Yeah. Have a great night. 
Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded every week live in front of an uncaring audience. It's also edited slightly to make it a little bit easier on your ears. You can catch past and future episodes wherever you find your podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and every other available place. It would mean a lot to us to help us get this bad boy off the ground. And if you hated it, please send us scathing hate mail or tasteful news to your grandparents too. Superfuntimetrivia at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a question or a music round, send it to that same email. We might use it on the show, and if we do, you'll get your name said on the internet. And won't you just be the coolest person in the whole world? Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom.